Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Lexi and Jordan here. Hi. You're catching us on a Sunday afternoon, so I feel like we're both coming a little breathless. Like, <laughs> yes. um, but um, we're gonna squeak this one in, and we'll just see. This how is it a goes. good topic for Sundays, though. Yeah, it really, honestly, that is true. That's very true. Um, how long has Brian been gone today, or what has his day been like today? That'll be our icebreaker. What's your husband's day? I been think like he probably left before five o'clock this morning. <laughs> and I don't think he'll get home until three, if not later than that. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared's day was, he gets up at like 3.30-ish on Sundays, usually 3.30 or 4. Um, I usually sleep through his alarm, but sometimes hear it. <laughs> and comes down to studies. And then they had an elder meeting before service. And, um, oh. and then uh, he... They, they do that kind of early and then he does some stuff preparing for the service and then we did service and then he did a counseling session after. So mm. pretty, pretty busy day. Is, so it, do, do, the, do you guys usually do elder meetings on Sunday or is that just because of everything going on with the masks? They, they have been doing them on Sunday mornings before service. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's kind of nice though. Yeah. It works out well because it's not um, an extra trip for people who live a little further away. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so they can just stay and, you know, chill until service starts. All of our elders right now work for themselves in some sort of capacity, and it's so nice because they oh, can yeah. be so flexible. flexible. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's cool. So, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about being low maintenance, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> which I feel like I don't feel like this when I was preparing for what we're going to talk about. I don't feel like this is something that comes by me naturally like I don't feel like I'm naturally just a low maintenance person that is like independent and figures things out and doesn't need help from people like that's not me at all (laughs) that's not naturally me um I will say that there has been times that I was thinking back that God has given me the faith to be low maintenance in a time that I needed to be so that Jared could Mm -hmm. have more freedom And I think, um, you know, being low maintenance is a decision that we make, like that we're not going to be super needy um, when it comes to being a ministry wife, because there are so many needy people in her husband's lives. Um, But I think it's also God gifting us faith to be able to do that. Um, Especially with the stage of life that we're in, like two little kids and then me being pregnant. It's like, I feel like mentally like I want Jared around and I want him helping me (laughs) like like if I just mentally think through the scenarios I'm like okay I want I want you and all your attention and all your help right now um but a lot of things in life come through faith and trusting that God is our support and our help and um and not our husband and even our peace like a lot of times Jared's just presence is a piece for me, like knowing that he's available in case I need him is a source of peace for me. And just letting that go and knowing that God gives me peace and he will sustain us and provide for all of our needs. Um, Having that be my sense of peace rather than my husband. So anyways, when I was thinking through like being low maintenance, that's what I was thinking about. Like, I'm not good at this. I totally get what you mean about the, it's like, it's just this weird mental thing that even if he's not helping, he's there. Just but the, weird, the crazy 
thing is our husbands are fallible, but God is not, and God's always there. So mm-hmm. it, that should be even more comforting. Yeah. So true. Than our presence. Yeah. <laughs> so some things specifically, whenever we are thinking through low maintenance, we are thinking about sabbaticals. So that's one thing that we wanted to touch on. <laughs> yeah. Has Brian ever yeah. had a sabbatical? No, no. Actually, we just like, I just took over planning our time off, if you will, like a month ago. And I was asking him how, so we're what, more than halfway through the year. And I said, how many full days off have you taken this year? He couldn't think of a single one. <laughs> so he's like on the opposite. Oh, no. Does he, <laughs> does he take, I thought Mondays were his day. No. So he does. But okay. I mean, in addition to that, like actual, cause they have, now they have time off. He didn't really used to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just part of his mindset is he, even if he takes like part of a day off, he will always figure out how to be there part of the day. But we, we just recently figured out that it's just something like planning time off is not mentally something he can do well. It's something that I need to take over. Right. But up until this point, we haven't really talked about it. And part of it is because Brian um, does all of our finances. And so I don't even know financially up until this point, I haven't even known how to plan financially for something like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking all of that off of his plate and I'm learning now how to go about setting healthier rhythms for us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that is still very much a new thing for us. Um, And because of that, yeah, we've never once taken a sabbatical. (laughs) We haven't either. Um, but Jared has Fridays off. That is his day, mm-hmm. technically off. And um, he has had that ever since we've been married. Fridays have been our, what we call family day, our Sabbath day, whatever you want to call it. And um, we have gone through seasons of doing that well and not doing that well. Um, yeah. A lot of times, even though it's a day off, it is a day that we will jam pack full of stuff we need to get done. And that's not the point. (laughs) So we just recently actually reflected on this again and was like, okay, can we actually rest and rejoice on Fridays rather than packing it full of things? It's like, oh, we're both at the house. Let's just get a 9,000 things done. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So true. Um, My brother was here last week and Brian did take two extra days off. Um, and it just so happened to work out that we ended up staying at the home anyways. And I think we both just laid in bed half the day, just oh, together, yeah. chatting, mm-hmm. just not even doing anything because we too, there's so many things we could be doing around our mm-hmm. property or in the yeah. house. Mm-hmm. And we just needed that time to just do nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, this past Friday, we did that. We were intentionally like, we're not, we love going to yard sales, but like, we're not going to go mm-hmm. to yard sales. We're not going to do this. We're not going to clean the house. Like nothing like that's going to happen today. And it was such a good day. And mm-hmm. I was just so thankful the whole day. Like, man, God is smart. <laughs> and if he tells yeah. us to do th- something, it's such a gift and it's so beautiful. And it ended up being the type of day that I will remember. And I don't know if you have these kind of days, like nothing special happened that day, but it was just like a very memorable, sweet, slow paced, Mm -hmm. cozy day that was, that I'll probably remember years from now. And I have a day that was like two winters ago that was like that, that I still think about. So yeah, it's just like nothing special happened that day. It snowed and we went to Barnes and Noble and came home Mm -hmm. and read. Like Mm -hmm. it was nothing extraordinary, but um, 
but those are the kind of days that I want to have more of. And it takes obeying God and resting to sometimes get them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go wipe a bum real quick. Hold on. Okay. Maybe. Back on. Ready? Yeah. Maybe that's something we should talk a little bit more about is like, um, I feel like if you can have a Sabbath attitude all of the time, we should be able to get to a place where we don't need to rely on sabbaticals. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. If that makes sense. And I think that's the point. The point is to have healthy rhythms so that you don't burn yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. And God created um, life, humanity, being human in a way that he knew that we needed a day that was meant mm-hmm. for rest. So yeah, if we actually do that and, and that, that's the amazing thing about it. Like by the end of Friday night, I was like so rejuvenated for everything. Like I want to cook this and I want to do that and I want to plan this. And and it's like, I'm all like rearing to go for my duties again. Um, where if we just like burn the candle at both ends, nothing's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. We're not thankful and we're just burning ourselves slowly out. Um, Mm -hmm. and that happens on a larger scale with ministry. Whenever we don't, (laughs) we don't personally take rhythms. If we're not personally doing, um, you know, personal spiritual disciplines, things like that. Mm-hmm. All those kind of things affect ministries in the long haul. Yeah, I think you and I were actually just having this conversation a few days ago. I think a lot of our seminaries are kind of prone to disqualify our pastors from day one of seminary because they're telling them, you know, this is going to be so hectic. You got to say bye to your family. You got to say bye to your kids. Your wife has to get a job so you can quit and be full-time student. It just, they're setting them up for a lot of failure in the long run And I think part of it is a very um, new entitlement type of thing that Mm -hmm. pastors' families can even sometimes have about, well, I I deserve this. It's been a hard season. It's been, you know, this family's talked bad about us for a while. We really cover. And really, like you're saying, one, a lot of those things are our own bitterness issues that we need to repent of. And that will do a world of difference for your health. But two, we do, we need to be setting up godly ruts throughout all of our life, not just, not just the seasons where we're so burnt out that we finally have to stop and rest. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So in the vein of being low maintenance, what are some ways that we can do that for our husbands? As pastors, wives specifically, or just wives in general? Uh, Both. Either. Both. (laughs) I just... Okay. I want to find an Audrey Hepburn quote while we're talking. So do you have an idea you can share first? Cause I want to sure. read this quote. Yeah. Um, so for me personally, it's a lot of like not being naggy when it comes to his time. Yeah. Um, Cause my, like I talked about earlier, my natural tendency is to want him around constantly. Um, so one thing that I do that this is like a Nancy Wilson inspired thing is whenever there's an unexpected time that he's going to have to be gone more than normal or, um, or like a meeting in an evening that he doesn't normally have or anything like that, that he would normally be spending family time, whatever it may be. We, me and the boys will do something fun. (laughs) Just the three of us instead of staying home and like moping around that dad's not home. Mm-hmm. And then we don't get to spend time, as much time with him this week. We'll do something extra special that day um, or specifically during the time that he's gone or whatever it may be. Um, but offering mm-hmm. yourself little graces like that, that um, yeah. will keep everybody cheerful 
And that has been yeah. a big help to me and helped me to be a little less naggy and clingy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, so I found this quote. I want to read it real quick. I just love this. I heard it on a podcast this week, actually. And it is Audrey Hepburn. And she says, it's sad if people think that homemaking is a dull existence, but you can't just buy an apartment and furnish it and walk away. It's the flowers you choose, the music you play, the smile you have waiting. I want it to be gay and cheerful, a haven in this troubled world. I don't want my husband and children to come home and find a rattled woman. Mm -hmm. Our era is already rattled enough, isn't it? And I just immediately was thinking about, I probably am rattled more often than not when Brian walks in the door. And they have, right now, they're just in a really heavy counseling season. And I think one of the most low maintenance things I could probably do is just put on a smile, like pursue that mm -hmm. above mm -hmm. everything else I'm doing this week. I was literally praying about this while I was at church. Like, I know that that's the way I can encourage him the most and be the most low maintenance. Forget about all the things that I could be talking to him about this week. I really just need to fill up his cup in that way. Just be a, a smiling source of encouragement when he yeah. walks in the door and yeah. not, not be putting all, not that he's not, um, he is the head of our home, but I don't necessarily need to burden him down with the details of my homemaking job, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I can sometimes do is I can feel so tired and like, not necessarily overwhelmed, but I'm, I can get decision fatigue really quick. So that's something I like to push off on Brian is like, well, make the decision for me. But a lot of it, honestly, it's my job to make the decision about those things. So being more low maintenance in that regard of like, taking those things back and taking responsibility for my vocation and just being a source of a smile for my husband when he walks in the door. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I think a way of us doing that also is like choosing to be thankful mm -hmm. because I, I think well, both of us and probably a lot of our listeners, cause our friends uh, and people in similar seasons of life, um, we're in seasons where it is a lot of hands-on stuff that's happening very quickly throughout the day. Like, so many mm. things, whatever. So instead of focusing on the negative of that, which we have talked about in episodes before, focusing on the thankfulness of it, like, God, thank you. Thank you that I have Hot Wheels cars all over my bathroom floor. I literally yeah. said that the other night as I was <laughs> using the bathroom before I went to bed. I'm like, God, thank you that there are little boys in my house that leave Hot Wheels cars in my bathroom floor. Thank you that there are toys in my house. And um, I'm just trying to cultivate that rather than like, uh, I wish I would have got these picked up before I'm ex too exhausted to bend over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, just being thankful and like pursuing good works and cheerful hearts, just mm -hmm. keeping, keeping that kind of attitude in your home rather than letting yourself be grumbly about the mm -hmm. amount of tediousness there is to do. Yeah. One more thing I want to touch on too is like, I know, some mornings I have to be really low maintenance. I can't expect anything from Brian. And that was really hard at first um, for me to like simplify everything right down to we basically have baked oatmeal every single Sunday because it's so easy. Um, but I've seen it totally frees up my husband to do the job he's supposed to be doing on Sunday morning. And he's not necessarily there to be my right-hand man on Sunday mornings. Mm -hmm. He's there to be a pastor and that's yeah. where both of the pastoring is done. And, um, I was actually just talking to our other pastor's wife last week. Um, she was saying how she's trying to change her schedule around a little bit more on Sunday so that she comes earlier to visit 
instead of staying later and expecting her also pastor husband to help with the kids because he's also pastoring. Mm -hmm. So I've had to get really creative in order to not have a whole bunch of expectations for Brian on Sunday mm -hmm. and just know that yeah. that's the bulk of my workload for the week is Sunday, Sundays on my own at church with the kids. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And then allowing yourself grace for whatever comes next, like afternoons yeah. may be grouchy kids and a tired mom, but like, <laughs> and your bread may not rise <laughs> for your guests, but um, yeah, just hanging in there and like, mm -hmm. okay, well, we're going to play outside this afternoon and things are going to be okay. God will sustain us. <laughs> and I think for me, a lot of that is like, what? am I worried about what other people think about me as a, the pastor's family? Cause that's, that's sometimes what creeps in is like, do I look, and I don't want to look chaotic on Sundays, but the reality is sometimes it just is chaotic. I have four little children. I'm getting out the door on my own. Like today, Cyril was crawling around during service, crawled over to a little buffet, pulled the cloth down with all of the coffee cake on top of it during service. We grabbed it as it stopped, but everything else came off the table. And so I'm like, well, shoot. <laughs> is my husband disqualified now because my baby is crawling? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I have to really, I have to really check my pride when it comes to why do I want to be high maintenance? Is it because I care what other people think about me and the way I look? Or is it because I want to be a helper to my husband in his ministry, even if that means being really quiet behind the scenes and that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just being content with that. Uh, if it makes you feel better, Valor ran up to Jared during the end of the service. <laughs> so we sit kind of close to the back and, um, the whole last song, he's like, I want to see daddy. I want to see daddy. I'm oh, like, gosh. you're almost done. You'll see him in a minute. You'll see him in a minute. And, um, he was standing at my feet and Ransom asked me a question and distracted me just long <laughs> enough that he bolted for the front. And luckily it was like the very end. So Jared was able to grab him during like the closing prayer and just hold him. And I'm like looking at Valor shaking my head and he just has this like, so pleased with himself look uh, on his face. Like I made it to dad, <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. None of us are perfect out here. <laughs> nope. Anything else on high maintenance being low maintenance? Uh, not that I can think of really, no. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I guess you could ask your husband too to see yeah. like what are some things I, I ask Brian regularly, where do you think I should simplify? Yeah. yeah that's where do you see me getting into a busy and a spiral? What am I overcomplicating? <laughs> like, right, yeah. So it's helpful for me. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And if there are certain areas of your schedule that are stressing you out, then specifically hone in on those. Like mm -hmm. if it's Sunday, if it's meal times, whatever it may be, like ask God yeah. for wisdom and hone in on yeah. that. Um, yep. Anyway, yeah, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great Bye. day. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of The Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started the Shepherd's Crook for Wives. Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.